welcome to the Business of You podcast, the show dedicated to helping service entrepreneurs build a better brand to grow a bigger business. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin, and I'm here each week empowering you to put yourself out there, sharing actionable tips and inspiring stories so you can create your personal brand, grow your dream business, and build your future, all while making more income and more impact doing exactly what you love. I'm super excited you're here. Now let's get going with today's show. Welcome everybody. Thank you all for joining us. I am so incredibly honored and excited to have my guest here all the way from the UK, Mr. Ash Rothod. And do I pronounce your name right, Ash? Yeah, it's, it's Ash Rothod. But... Rathod. Okay, great. And you have it with the, such the brilliant English accent that I wish I could talk. <laughs> Let's see everyone here. We're talking about the power of storytelling for personal brands. And we have here Ash, who is Mr. What? Hashtag story Ash. Yes. Story Ash. Yeah. Story Ash. So, Ash, tell us a little bit. Um, introduce me. Well, I'm Michelle Griffin, by the way, a personal and professional brand strategist. I am so excited to be here with Ash. Tell us a little bit about what you do and who you help. Yeah, and stop me because I do tend to ramble as well. And I know we've not got a huge amount of time and I really want to just give loads of value to the people listening. But yeah, um, a bit of, about me. I run a brand and content studio in the UK, which I've been running for the last 12 years. Brief history going way back and where my love for um, storytelling comes from is, yeah, I'm showing my age here, 20 years ago. I am uh, at university, I did media communications, but I specialized in script writing. So that was script writing for film, TV, and uh, radio. And, you know, I, even as a kid, I was very much into the creative stuff, whether it was art or writing stories or playing make-believe like most kids, you know, but also at university, I was really switched on. I was a film buff. I loved my films and I was really into script writing. And I wrote a couple of scripts from what I learned at university and my final year dissertation was a script. I'm telling you this because after university, when I left, my lecturer phoned me and he said, did you ever get development funding for that script you wrote? And I was like, no, I didn't even know what development funding was. And it just made me think that, you know, that it really resonated with the lecturer and it's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to get into film. I wanted to be either a director or a writer. I, I wanted to be the next Scorsese. But what happened then was just like, you know, everyone, when they fin finished uni, well, mostly everyone, I hope, um, <laughs> they don't know what to do. They don't, they don't have a clue. So I was looking for uh, a work and I saw this advert in the newspaper and it was uh, a job in media sales and I hadn't got a clue what media sales meant. It was a, a sales job in a TV company, one of the biggest terrestrial TV channels here. And I just took that job because I thought there's, you know, I'm going to get into a TV company and I can get through the back door of production or writing somehow. But then that didn't happen. I basically fell into sales and I did quite well with sales as well. Fast forward a little bit, I moved up the career ladder in uh, media sales. I worked with different creative agencies. I managed advertising accounts of millions and with clients like Disney, Warner Bros, Toyota, you know, quite big names. Again, move fast forward, I moved into digital media and then 
2009 was a real pivotal moment for me because it was the global recession and uh -huh. I lost my job. And I've written about this as well on LinkedIn. I lost my job and I set up my own company and it was, I started off as a, it started off as a digital marketing company. I uh -huh. partnered up with a few people, another company, and I then again, fast forward a little bit further when, you know, I, we kind of had our differences and I started my own, it morphed into something else. So yeah, here we are. I'm still running that agency. I've got a small team that look after corporate clients across the US, UK, yeah. uh, parts of Asia. And very recently I've started doing a bit more on LinkedIn and that's yes. how the journey Yes, you've had an amazing journey. When did you start? And for those who don't know or have never gone to Ash or follow him, you have to go check out his about page because it says it's a great story. And I remember it. It says you were called out for not doing your own thing. Like we all help our clients, but then when it comes to us, we're so busy. You know, probably why I kind of ditched the um, stuff, the link here, which uh, by the way, I did put the new link. So if you want to go to my profile, I have our new link. So I apologize for those who are waiting in the back. Michelle's doing it all. But anyway, you said the story. Oh my goodness. I wasn't doing it myself. So that's when you made that commitment. I'm going to start telling stories on LinkedIn. Is that how you got really out here and everyone knows yeah. you're a story, Ash? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was kind of, I was in a group of, with a couple of younger creatives and, you know, and, and clients as well, basically mentioned to me, I've always talked about the personal branding being an important thing and how you should really build that online. And that's the, that's the new thing. That's what you should be doing, but I uh -huh. wasn't doing it myself. And that's how I got called out. So I think it started off initially as a hundred day challenge. And I think you're not the same hundred day challenge, yes. but I started a similar one and I started on Instagram, but I just found Instagram for me at the time, it was so difficult because I felt it was just a saturated market. Yes. And then what happened was I actually wrote a post that was quite a therapeutic post for me on LinkedIn. And it was a little bit of an accident, accidental post because I wrote the post, it was about my vitiligo, it was about my skin changing. And the reason why I decided to write that post on LinkedIn was because I felt like I needed to get this out of my head. It was, it was something that was troubling me and it was affecting my business life and my personal life as well. Me, my confidence. And I basically thought I need to speak to someone, but I'm not the type of person that really lets things out that easily yeah. so i rather do that in the form of writing so i wrote it on linkedin and i thought what's the worst possible place i can write <laughs> this post and i thought linkedin is what uh, you know it's a stuffy corporate yeah. place and i just don't really care much for it <laughs> sorry linkedin but i love you now um, <laughs> and yeah basically i put that post out and i closed my laptop and the next thing I kind of instantly regretted it. Um, really? Yeah. I thought, what have I done? This is a business site. This is a professional yeah. site. And I've wrote something that's just nothing to do with business. Did you think uh, about going to delete it or I you did. just let it go? I did. I think I just like let it go and then instantly stressed about it. And then the next day I just yeah. thought, okay, well, let me just open my laptop. And the most amazing thing happened. It basically changed my uh, perception of what LinkedIn was Yeah, because I got tons and tons of messages Isn't because that of that post and it, and it, I felt like 
So many people resonated with that post, not because of there were loads of people with vitiligo, because that wasn't the case. It was the message behind that post and the story behind that post. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I, although it was a, a post that I kind of put out there, I naturally write in a story form. That's kind of, cause I love writing and I kind of write like that. And there was an underlying message that really rallied people. You know, I got messages like, oh, this post changed my life. Just wow. to give you a bit of context as well, that post, you know, I usually, I wasn't that consistent, but my post usually did about four or 500 views. And that one post did about 80,000 views. 80,000. Um, oh my goodness. That's a yeah. huge jump. Wow. It's a huge jump. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is for me, it wasn't about the views. It was about the people that were talking to me and I knew a load of people resonated with my story. And, and that was the important thing for me. It was the story that I told that others were experiencing emotionally. And yeah. so I thought, you know, this is something, this is something different about LinkedIn and social media generally. And yeah. in hindsight now, I think, you know, it's, it doesn't matter what platform you're on or what medium, whether it's a blog, video, YouTube or whatever, if you can connect with people, that's the thing that you want to go for those human emotions. Exactly. So that brought you to storytelling and that's like your whole brand is, you know, your hashtag story Ash. And I know you have like a course and all to help solopreneurs tell stories. So for everyone listening here, you know, the fuel of our brands, the fuel of our profiles are our posts, our content. Now, your my post the other day said, if you can tell a good story, you'll always be successful, not just on LinkedIn, social media, really anywhere in business, because people will pay attention. So why is storytelling so important to us here on LinkedIn and to on social media and our businesses and our personal? Yeah, I think storytelling is the core of human connection. And I think it has been for thousands and thousands of years. And I think it will not change. I mean, the way we tell stories and the platforms that we use and consume stories, I think that will obviously change. You know, for example, you might see here the start of a story on LinkedIn and you might then see the middle of the story somewhere else on a blog or on a website, on a YouTube, but you're seeing this whole big narrative about this one person but it's these themes, these we talked about the human emotional themes, those things won't change. And I mean, if you think about, you know, cavemen around a fire, however many years ago, it was all about them telling stories to each other, yep. um, trying to make sense of the world and each other, keeping each other safe and out of danger. And I think obviously we do it differently. We're on these smart digital phones, but we're yep. still telling stories, but we're still connecting with people to understand each other in terms of our relationships with each other and, you know, helping each other, whether it's inspiring each other, educating each other, and, you know, maybe even entertaining each other. Yeah, no, all of the above, right? I mean, and, and then today in our attention economy, you know, we have so much going on, content overload, all the things. When people want to do content and write stories, because it's something I want to do more. You know, I'm a story brand certified guide, but to tell the story and the content is a whole nother thing. And the concept of story is really kind of vague and misleading. You know, people don't understand what it really is. They know it's good and they listen. If you say, if you tell someone, let me tell you a story, it's so interesting because we're just hardwired. We'll start paying attention, just hearing those words. In the context of personal branding, content, and social media, how do we tell people are going to say, I'm not a storyteller. I don't have anything good to say. Where do I start? And you know, how do I do it? You know, I'm worried about all the things. What's your take? I know you have this course and this framework, which you don't have to share here, but what are some of the over the arching ideas we should start with Ash? 
Well, you know what? I'd actually love to share it. It, it goes a little bit deep, but I can simplify it um, okay. for people here. But I suppose let me kind of go back to what you initially said about the differences between just posting thoughts and anecdotes versus yes. stories, what the difference is between that and a story. So for me, very simply, a story is about transformation. It could be the transformation of a character in your story that has a desire to achieve something, whether that's a physical thing or a mental thing or an emotional thing, and they have challenges to overcome the conflict. So yep. that's the very simplistic version of my framework is like a six part framework, but you know, if anyone was to take away the, I suppose, the definition of what a story structure should be, it's like this beginning, middle and an end. And it yes. has those parts. And I think it's the character, the desire to achieve something and the conflict in the middle. It doesn't also, that character also can be, you know, it could be you or it could be someone else, but ideally you, especially when it comes to personal branding, if you can relate anything of, you know, in the past of what you've done, achievement, or when you were a kid, and then relate it back to something that might resonate with the audience, with the message, then that's a perfect story. And that's a perfect bit of content. It could also be, the transformation could also be changing someone's perception or understanding of a particular topic. For example, I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other day I posted something about, and it was a little bit of a cheeky post. I started it off with, I think it's important to be transparent, but I'm going to tell everyone how much I make. And then the story went on and I actually was talking about how much curry I will make for guests that will come up to my house. And it's at the, so the initially the perception is, you know, someone's going to think I'm going to be talking about money, but then I'm actually talking about curry I'm going to make and then the end message is be yourself and stop comparing to others so there has to be that kind of underlying inspirational message That's yeah awesome. and then the other if you wanted to go deeper or on a character I've mm -hmm. written a post about yeah my vitiligo post is one you know that yeah. talks about a transformation mm -hmm. my emotional transformation but it also talks about my physical transformation and the things that you know I was having an issue with so the character is me the conflict is my skin changing and it affecting me mentally and it's affecting me, my business life. And then how I overcame that challenge was because I had a conversation with one of my clients and they, you know, really made me feel okay about just being myself. And, and then the end message was, it's okay to be yourself. And once you embrace that, it's the best thing you can do. And it's like, you know, really kind of inspirational and it rallies a lot of people for different reasons. And that kind of is a story structure. You can do that on loads of social media platforms, but LinkedIn's great because you've mm -hmm. got a, you know, restriction. And um, yeah. so it really challenges you to make it really tight. Yeah, um, 1300 characters. I know they're rolling out 3000 to some people yeah. and across the board, but I don't recommend using 3000 all the time. That's a lot. You want to be as tight and succinct as possible. People think story is just saying, you know, I went down the street. That's not a story. That's just telling a fact. You got to get that hook, the conflict resolution and the point. So in a minute, we're going to tell people about this framework so they can use it. Anyway, where are, where do we get started, Ash? Because so many people want to tell stories. I mean, I, that's a gift, you know, to be able to tell a story, but it's a gift, but you can also learn it, right? Where does one go to get the stories? And, and then where is the most important part to start? Can you help us 
explain that? Yeah. So are you talking about the ideas and, you know, thinking of the story? Yeah. Well, I guess that's a two-part question I just loaded you with. So let's yeah, start with, good. where do you want to start? We should start with how to set it up. Would that be the best way as far as like a social media post? Yeah. I, I mean, it could be a social media post or it could be a, a video on YouTube or it could be a written blog. But I okay. think if we have, we've kind of briefly mentioned it, like I, I go through a six part process and I call it a six P framework. And it's okay. basically the protagonist. Okay. It's their present state. Okay. It's their problem. Then we talk about the problem state okay. and then we talk about the pit state, which is the emotional state, the issues that they're going to have before they get to the other side. And the very other side is the power state um, okay. the part where they get into the power state is the progress state. And I know there's a lot of information there and it's overwhelming. Yeah. And I yeah. can't go into full detail right now in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. That's why I thought to simplify it, it's basically a beginning, middle and an end. And the four, you know, these elements actually come from the Hollywood story uh, writing, right? Story yeah. writing, yeah. And the reason why it works is because we're kind of used to these stories. We're used to almost like, you know, if you if you don't stick to those formulas, I know it's a dirty word, but those formulas, then your stories just don't land. It's because we're kind of hardwired to... For story. Um, yeah, for yeah. story, exactly. Yeah, so those elements would be... What yeah, are they again, Ash? I was writing these down. So the first one is a protagonist. The second yeah. one is present in the present, present state. state. The third is the problem, okay? Yeah. And then what is four and five? I think I didn't catch those. There's the pit state, which is the pit, emotional state. Like, yeah. like I'm in the pits. And yeah. then what's after that? And then it's the progress state. Okay. When they're actually coming out of the pit. Yeah, okay. And then the other side... So basically, if you think of it as a valley, so you're on one side, Six, and yeah, then I got the valley, power and state. you're going to the other side is the power state, where yeah. you're transformed and you're, okay. you're empowered, or the character's empowered. Okay, um, that's great. Yeah, so the simplified version is basically, think about your character, and it could be you. Think about a time, a really important time in your life. And actually, you know what? I, I shouldn't say really important time in your life, because I think that's where people get stuck with stories. They probably they think, think it's a... that I haven't got any big stories, it's... but stories are everywhere. Like, yeah. you know, it could be, you might've had a conversation, like I might've had a conversation with my daughter, but then there was a lesson I took from it, but yeah. it might've been a problem I solved so that you can use that kind of framework in that little story. I remember writing a story about when I was a kid, the end message was that I wanted to wanted people to take away was the thinking outside the box and thinking like a kid. And that was my main message. And I remember the time when I was little, we used to draw these Garfield pictures or my brother did, and we were selling them in the playground and we were making loads of money <laughs> and it wasn't loads of money. It was like five pence, 10 pence, you know, but enough to buy enough sweets on the way home. Right. But we got stopped. We got told we couldn't sell these things in the playground. And what we did was we weren't allowed to sell in the playground. We weren't allowed to send in school time. So what we did, we ended up standing outside the school gate after school and selling them there. And that is a story with a message that think outside the box, you know, something simple like that. And I think when people, I think you asked the question was like, people might think I'm not a storyteller. I've not got any stories. I think the real problem there, not the problem, the problem that you think you've not got a story 
yeah. is that you think that the story you tell won't be interesting to other people. I think that's the main thing. Yes, um, totally. And that, you know, more often than not is, is, is not true because I think people just like to learn about other people generally and oh, other yeah. people's stories. That is awesome. Yeah, we're human and we're curiosity. And our last remaining minutes, because I really want to respect your time and everyone else's, what, what's the actual takeaways people can do? And actually, you want to talk about your idea about that content writing? Do you want to tell everyone about that? Yeah, I think I, I would love to see if anyone has got any ideas of a story and if they can think of a character, a, a conflict and a problem and the desire state that they got to with the end message. Yeah. I would love for someone to try that formula out. It's very simple. Write it out. Whether I think LinkedIn, because we're all on LinkedIn. Yeah. Maybe, um, tag uh, you. Tag me and tag you. And, mm -hmm. and we want to see yeah, it. We'll have a look and we'll support that post. And I'll give you some feedback as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so great. So here, everybody, if you're hearing this, Ash who, if you can go follow him, he's amazing. I mean, all this stuff gets so much engagement, but here we are just take, he's offering, if they're going to start doing this and giving like a live writing, they would start with a protagonist, but in the context of LinkedIn or a social media or anything, you need to start with a hook them headline is what I'd say, right? What is your best advice, Ash, for the opening line to get that attention? Yeah, I think uh, I read a stat somewhere where we see like 4,000 to 5,000 messages a day. And, I believe it. Um, when people are scrolling through their phone, it's like, what's going to stop someone? What's going to make someone, you know, like st stop and think. Stop oh, the scroll. Intriguing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it could be anything, but there's a fine balance, I would say. Make sure that it's not clickbaity because that yes. won't do your, you know, that won't win you any more viewers exactly. um, because they'll just bounce off your content. But I think it's that thing that that will stop them scrolling, but also want them to read more. It gives the a little more. bit of a hint about what that yes. might be. I like that because you want to be interesting, intriguing, but nothing is worse when we read a clickbaity headline, fall for the click, fall for the read more, and it's just nothing like it the headline, right? That's the worst thing. Cause you, then you're going to lose the trust and no one's going to do it again. But like, I like try to just have like a really factual, good statement. And then I like to use the words. And I think as you are just getting out with your content to use a headline that speaks to others, not always like I, this, I, that, would you recommend that? Or what's your thoughts? Cause I know it, if you're telling a story about yourself, should you spin it in the headline about other people, then bring it in about you? How would you yeah, work that? It's always good to tell a story of, of, where you were previously or something showing a little bit of vulnerability because i think yes. when you write something that puts you presents you in a superior state yes people are less likely to resonate with you but when you talk about kind of the things that people are actually struggling with but and you've been there yes. but then here's the takeaway and this will help the person reading it that's a real powerful story because, you know, I know we don't, didn't really talk about this too much, but it's, that's the thing that will, from a neuroscience point of view, it'll activate things in your brain, like things like empathy, you know, yes. and once you activate empathy as a hormone, that's when strong stories become a lot stronger. And that's when you start building trust. That's ideal for personal branding, because that's why we tell stories. We want to build trust and we use empathy to do that. Empathy, but here's the thing, because Ash and I had this wonderful deep dive last Friday for 90 minutes. We talked about all these things and we talked about you want that empathy, you want that relatability, some vulnerability, 
but you don't want to go too off the other end because then it's like, oh, well, how can you be the guide and help me when you're farther down? You know what I'm saying? So you want to lead with empathy and authority, as we say in story brand, but empathy, authority, credibility, but you know, cause nothing, you should always make your reader the hero and you are the guide, right? As, as we say Absolutely. in our frame. One of the questions I got today, and I apologize cause I forgot to um, attribute who asked is, she wants to know, and this is a lot of people um, have this problem too, including me. How do you make a really succinct post, story post where it's not, you know, a book? Cause no one has time to read books anymore, sadly on anywhere, but especially on LinkedIn. What are your best strategies for shortening the, the story? I think it's like with anything, like almost, you've heard the phrase in design where you take away more than you add. And I think especially with some, you know, short form storytelling, whether it's Twitter or it's LinkedIn, I think make sure that you focus on that one message. If you try putting too many messages, you're going to um, confuse the audience and you're going to lose track because, you know, you, you can write the different messages for different stories and different bits of content. But so yeah, keep it succinct by just focusing on that one message. I think just take away some of the fluff. I'm a big, it's a fine balance because I'm a big believer in adding detail and zooming yes. into detail because it helps people Such feel and that's what you too. want to do. Yeah. yeah. But I think sometimes we get obsessed with trying to add loads of fancy vocabulary and yeah. kind of details from the message. It's like the fine balance. And what I usually do, I don't, can't remember what the saying is. It write hot and edit cold, or the other way around. Either way, what I do is just write loads, and, and then, then come back. I just flip it down and just keep yeah. flipping it back. It's like writing a book. You got to jump it out and then edit it. And you know, I've done that before too. I've gone back and taken words out of my posts, which I know editing is questionable for the algorithm and stuff. But this has been amazing, and I just want to thank you. I know you have that hard stop, and I want to be respectful. But this has been so amazing to have you as a premier guest talking about story brand uh, storytelling for personal brands. We could go on and on forever. But for those who want to follow you, Ash, should they just follow your hashtag Story Ash or follow your uh, yes. Count? Just, okay. Um, yeah, follow, follow your account. Um, okay. Yeah, just through my profile. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, follow him. I would so appreciate if you like this or comment it so we can help and get the traction and get more people out there. We're I'm going to be back here every week at this exact same time with amazing guests helping you build your personal brand with guests and stories and all kind of trainings and good things. Today was the first of many, and I look forward to seeing you all here. And I can't thank you enough. So, Ash, all the way from the UK, thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate it. It's good to Thanks see you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You know, we definitely need more impactful entrepreneurs like you out there. So if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you build your personal brand to grow your business, please check out yourbrandyourbusiness.com. And until next time, you have a brand to build, a message to share, and people to impact. Now go put yourself out there and watch the business of you grow.